The Financial Times follows the money to find business stories in unexpected places. We found a surprising one in the porn industry. I'm Alex Barker, co-host of the FT Pushkin podcast, Hot Money. Through the series, we reveal the real power behind this secretive global business. You can check out our podcasts and read selected articles for free at ft.com slash insights. What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. If you guys have trouble understanding her, it's not the accent. She just uses a lot of slang. (laughs) It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? That's a good one. I thought I always tell you because you are pretty, pretty, pretty good at this. Thank you. I do need all the positive reinforcement I can get, so please always tell me. How good I am. I need it. You do. You're so good. You're so good. You use a little bit of slang once in a while. Once in a while. I remember when we first met, you were like, peeps this and peeps that. I still say peeps. Yeah. I I say peeps at work when I'm in a meeting. I say sometimes it depends who is in the meeting, but if the peeps are my peeps, the Mm -hmm. peeps I work with a lot, I say hi peeps. You do? What's the reaction to hi peeps? like it. In 2021, you're still getting a positive reaction to peeps. Sure. I feel like... You know, some some of these peeps are a little older, maybe in their fifties. They mm. they love it. They like it. Love it. Brings and my them back. previous job, I was the one who brought peeps back. You did? I thought you learned it from one of your coworkers. No, I was the one who brought peeps back. Wait, in New York or Florida? In New York. Really? Yes. I thought you heard someone saying that. No, I heard it somewhere. How did s- how did I- Miss Foreign introduce peeps to New York City? I watched, I watched something go like I started saying peeps and then everyone started saying peeps. Then I started saying Paul. Like, hey, Paul. Yeah. Everyone started saying Paul and we still say it. I don't know that I would consider pal slang, but you definitely do say that. What's up, peeps? Yeah. I feel like I said peeps or like I used peeps today about (laughs) three to five times. Whoa. On Slack. I think you're using it maybe a little too. How are we doing peeps Generously. or I'm, I'm just saying, oh, I had a meeting with these peeps. Yeah. All yeah. Right. All right. You do you. I would never tell you to not be your true authentic self. No one ever told me that peeps is bad. No, it's not bad. You love that I'm saying peeps. You actually got me this teddy bear once that said peeps. Well, that was my. It was a joke. Oh, that was my understanding of peeps was the Easter candy. And so oh. when you were oh. saying it, I was thinking, okay, sh- this is what she must really love marshmallowy treats. And no, so I, I actually have peeps. never had peeps. Yeah, it's, you're not missing out really. Yeah, hey, I don't think I've ever had peeps, but I best. love all my peeps. I say peeps a lot. Mm-hmm. It's who I am. Well, what's up, peeps? What's up, peeps? Thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can and you should at 90 Day Crazy in Love. All the cool peeps are doing it. All the cool peeps are doing it. You can do it too. It's so easy, right? On Instagram. Yeah. At 90 Day Crazy Love. We're going live there. We're posting memes there. It's a good time all around. It's a great time. And it would be even better if you were there. So at 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram. For sure, guys. Also, make sure once you're following 
us on Instagram, follow the podcast. Okay. It's so easy to do wherever you're listening. If you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify, who knows what other platforms they've come out with since last week, wherever you are, just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash you like is as hot as saying peeps. Pretty hot. Uh, it's pretty hot. It's pretty hot saying. Right? I like changed it last minute because I'm like, you know what? This is a little harder than what I initially had in mind to yeah, say. Yeah, it's all about relevancy. Exactly. It just hit me. You know, I'm freestyling over here. I like freestyling. it. Off the dome. Fresh off the dome. Exactly. Right. So, okay. Okay, peeps. Yeah, a peep smash it like it is hot. And last but certainly not least, if you haven't left us a review, please do. We'd love when you do, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. We got a very nice review. Oh, I, I love, love this. I love this part of the pod. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of my favorites, too. This one comes to us from one of our friends up north, up in Canada. Eh? Oh, hello, Canada. Right. Oh, Canada. My home in Nada. Is that how it goes? I don't know, but I remember yeah. <laughs> a little sidetrack. Oh, boy. You took me to Fish concert. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they op- I literally, I didn't even know Fish existed I was like, I love live music. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, Madison Square Garden smelled like weed. I was really That's like true. trying to figure out where I am. Sure. But they opened up with the Canadian anthem. Mm-hmm. I and I told why. you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're playing the Canadian anthem. You're like, are they? I'm like, yeah. I know the Canadian anthem. I'm a yeah, fan but of first, hockey. First, you know. They you don't a, expect it. Yeah. They put a spin on it too. But it was the Canadian anthem, and I was like, oh, I already know one song. It doesn't make any sense. They're not from Canada. No, they, but they, they op- were not playing in Canada. Do you remember? They opened up with it. I know. <laughs> when you play 13 shows in a row, as they do at MSG, you got to get you gotta get creative. You couldn't even see through the cloud of smoke. It was out of control. <laughs> so maybe they were so high they thought they were in Canada. <laughs> Who knows? But we were there. They were there. And our friend here, Doe Tweet, Hello. Is there in Don't Canada. Tweet. And they give us five stars. Love it. That's why we're reading it. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> titled it Makes My Canadian Day. Ooh. Okay, making some days up there. It makes my Czech American Day. Hello. And they go on to say, I'm new to 90 Day Fiance and to John and Teresa. Welcome and welcome. Welcome. And uh, most importantly, welcome. Don't know what took you so long to get here. And I mean that in the 90-day world. For us, we're new to this, too. It's a dumpster fire, but I love it. It's a dumpster fire. Remember to stop, drop, and roll. We're trying to be safe here. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. (laughs) (laughs) Don't drop the soap. But they continue on. Just love seeing their new podcast pop up and listening to their take on episodes. Ooh. Heart emoji. Oh, I love that. Which, thank you, Doe Tweet, first of all, for this review. It's a beautiful review. But second of all, thank you for reminding me because I wanted to mention we're dropping the single life yes. on Wednesday mornings. Yes. So don't tweet. Keep an eye out for that. You love seeing new podcasts pop up. That one will be popping up early Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. right? As soon as the sun rises, that podcast is coming at you. So make sure you're subscribed so that you don't have to think about it. It's just going to come to your phone or your computer or wherever you listen. And it just makes it easy. For sure. And I just wanted to tell our friends, guys, if you don't have Discovery Plus, what you're waiting for? It's so much fun. Yeah. But if you don't want to get it, you know all the peeps on the single live, right? Peeps. And I feel like the way we talk about it, the way we describe it, you can listen without even watching. And I think you'll you'll know what's up. You'll definitely love it. So, so tune in regardless. Regardless, watch, listen, either or. And 
on that note, speaking of Canada, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Discovery Plus is now in Canada. Exactly. So, so Canada, what you're waiting so for. So, don't tweet. We hope you have Discovery Plus, D plus, D tweet. And listen, watch, do it all. We'd love to have you here. Hey, guys, do it all. Okay. That is the housekeeping. Yes. Now, before we get into the show, what we do on this podcast is a little something called 90 Day By The Way. I love it, too. I do- feel like... I'm very generous with the word love when mm. it comes to you. You're so American now. I know. And obviously I love you. Of course. Without That goes without obviously. saying. Come on. But I do love your segment. Sometimes I'm like, maybe because sometimes you poke holes in my segments. So I'm like, I should poke holes in your segments, but then I love it. Just don't poke so. a hole in a condom, folks. You can poke <laughs> holes wherever you want, not in condoms. <laughs> but sure. I mean, you can try to poke away if you want. I don't want to because I like it. So. All right. so can we do it? Let's do it. So here we go. I think this is a pretty good one. I'm pretty excited oh, really? about this, by the okay. way. The Do past you think couple, I know it? No, okay. not a chance. Past couple of weeks were a struggle for me to try to find something worth sharing. Okay. Because I like to keep you guys informed. We're all in this together, right? We love dumping gasoline on this dumpster fire. And I think I got some. I think I got some gas. Okay. got some fuel. Now you got me excited. Number one, okay? <laughs> we didn't get any Steven and Alina this week. True. So figured I'd give you some. Give you okay. a little- this is no spoiler. No, spoilers. no spoiler. Okay. We don't do that here. Oof. Who do you think I am? Okay. No spoiler. This is pure Steven. Steven with a V. Okay. okay. Just posted a YouTube video mm-hmm. where he's announcing that he's about to take on this 180 day challenge. Okay. All right. And in this 180 days, he's got some lofty goals that he wants to achieve. What, yeah, what challenge is he going to okay. do? All right. Well, it's one he's created himself, of course. Oh, classic. So help me out here. 180 days. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at math. Six months, right? Yeah. Six months. Okay. So we got that. That's That was my 180-day goal was to figure out the math yeah. on how many months. It's six like six months. months, more or less a day or two, a couple of days. Right. Because you have Some, 365, 366. Well, February, yeah, It's years. a half a year. It's half, half a year. It's half a year goals. Okay. He says... Weird flex, but okay. Since he graduated Penn State with his master's degree. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. Penn Stephen State. Stephen with a B, he's got a master's degree. Penn State, not UPenn. I mean, either or. He well, said Penn U- State. Well, UPenn is an Ivy. Oh, no. Penn State is not. Still pretty good, though. Well, I'm not I'm not saying it's not. No. Got his master's at Penn State. Now he's kind of feeling lazy. He feels like he's, what is he doing with his life, right? Wait, did he really get his master's at Penn State? Yeah, he doesn't lie, does he? Wink, wink. Yeah, I think he did. Master's in what? I mean, I it's good, but. I don't know, okay? But he's now graduated. He's got his master's. And he's got some spare time, and he wants to achieve some goals. Okay. So he's got these five goals, and he's okay. going to post about them on YouTube once a week, updating us on these goals. Okay. okay, what are the goals? Try to guess one. Okay. There's no way you'll guess all five. Try to guess one of his goals. Think about Stephen. Think about who he is. Okay. What he does. Okay. One goal out of these five that he wants to achieve in the next six months. Okay. Um, he's going to gain some weight. Whoa. What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's like one I thought you would never guess. Well, I mean... He's like a paper thing. I can blow on him. Uh-huh. Don't, like, you, don't you dare. Not blow him. Okay. Blow on him. Okay. See, sometimes <laughs> she speaks in slang. You don't know what she's saying, folks. Okay. You don't want to peep that peep. So that's correct. <laughs> he wants to gain 20 pounds. Yeah, that's about right. In six months. 
Okay. okay. I mean, go. You're one for one. Edo Donuts. Okay. All right. He is. What else could he do? He's this crazy. He's this crazy peep. Mm-hmm. What else could he do? He's going to read the Book of Mormon backwards. No, but close. <laughs> close. Let me help you out here. Okay. He's going to do something else with the book. Oh, my gosh. He's going to... Make a book club? No, he's going to write a book. He's going to publish oh. a novel, he says, in six months. Well, good luck with that. While he's gaining weight. Just okay. like eat the donuts and publish that book. That's two. I'm, let's just keep this going. I'm going to okay. let you know what the other three are. Start an online clothing store. Why? But okay. Okay. Release a music album. Okay. And create a language learning program. Okay. So I think he can possibly achieve two goals. Which which can he do? He can gain weight. Sure. He can possibly start a, a language learning program because he's good at languages. Maybe it's not going to be successful in six months, but he can start it. Okay. Right? All right. right. Okay. Like a Steven Stone. Okay. Yeah. You know what Stone? Stone? Yeah. yeah. But the rest, I, I don't th- see it. I think he can start a clothing store online. If Definitely no. Did you see him... No, but I mean, wedding his outfits. Throw a couple doodles on a T-shirt, put it on Redbubble or whatever, and you're good to go. It's a clothing oh, store. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, That's like the easiest like a, one. Uh, okay. That's the easiest. Okay. One. But to me, those five things in six months—it's almost insulting to real authors or real musicians saying, "Yeah, in six months, I'm going to publish a novel, release an album." It's like, True. Well, you know that takes that could take years, right? You know, it's funny. I. I've been thinking of writing a book for a while, for Here the past 10 years. Yep. Obviously, <laughs> I haven't even started, but it's always on my mind. And it's always on my mind when I get a reminder, like right now, you just reminded mm-hmm. me of that, right? Yeah. So now you... Guys, thinking. would you read my life story? I would, you know, a little... Uh, it would not be just my life story. It would be a little... I would like fluff it up a bit. You to share, make it a little think, more exciting. I think you share a lot of your life story here. I think that's the way people like to digest it. That's the way I like to digest it. But imagine it. reading it. If you did an audio book. No, I want to hear you tell it. <laughs> I don't just want to read it. No, I, I don't think I could do an audio I want to hear you tell it. Well, it's something to think about. But, it, but definitely something to think about. <laughs> she's really thinking. I can see. She's like staring off into the distance thinking about this novel <laughs> she's about to write. Listen, imagine if I was the new J.K. Rowling. Oh, I would like that. Right? I would like that. So would I. Mm-hmm. Okay. So back to Stephen. If you want to follow along on this journey, check out his YouTube. It's Stephen W slash AV. So Stephen <laughs> with a V is his YouTube channel. He's got eight subscribers, so he needs your support. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that's what's going on there. Pretty good, I thought. Pretty good. Pretty good. So I'm going to have to follow along and see what he can do. I wish I had a goal to gain weight. I know. I mean, who do, I wish. <sighs> Wouldn't that be nice? That would be so nice. Wouldn't that be nice? All right. That's, that by the so way, nice. number one. All right. That was that was a good Pretty one. Pretty good. Number two. This is a scary one. Okay. It's, it's still interesting. I find it very fascinating. We're into true crime. We're into this whole genre. Oh, my gosh. Bring it. it on. It's a, This is terrifying. Okay. Rebecca of Rebecca and Zied, okay. she went on TikTok a couple of days ago and she shared quite the story. Okay. Here's the story. Rebecca mm-hmm. was alone in her apartment okay. at, at night. What was Zied? Zied got a job. Whoa. Working nights, 
for one of his buddies. I don't know how serious of a job it is, but he was gone. He was mm-hmm. working, okay? Her friend calls her. Something happened to her friend's dog. It died or it got sick. Okay. I, I forget. That's not the point of the story. But she hears this. She goes, oh, I'm, I'm going to be right there. She leaves her apartment. I think the friend's also living in that apartment. She takes off. The apartment complex. The apartment complex. Takes off, forgets to lock the door. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She comes back about an hour later, realizes, oh, forgot to lock the door. I left in such a rush. She goes in, whatever. It's her apartment building. Who cares? Heads inside, changes her clothes, grabs a snack, puts on a movie, gets into bed. When all of a sudden, she hears a noise. What? She starts to freak out a little bit. Is it the cat? It doesn't sound like the cat. What is it? So she FaceTimes her mom, which is a good move. Good. Get in FaceTime contact. the police. Face Well, uh, that might be jumping to conclusions. You might be calling the police for nothing, right? It might just be your cat. Mm-hmm. So she FaceTimes her mom and she's talking. And before she knows it, she looks and there is a man standing in her bedroom door. Yeah. Yeah. So he sees she's on a video chat with someone, which is, again, that's why I'm saying that's a pretty good move. I don't think anyone's really going to, you would hope no one's going to do anything to you. People are crazy, but okay. While there's video surveillance, he sees she's FaceTiming. He takes off, leaves, right? She's freaking out, grabs a knife, calls the police, checks the apartment, makes sure he's gone. He is. But the creepiest part of the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. Right. From the time she came home, she saw the door was unlocked, yeah. right? So she locks the door. She makes sure she locks the door once she gets back yeah. home. So now it's locked. So okay. he was inside the whole so time. So he was inside the whole time. She had time to get changed, get a snack, start the movie. She says it was about 15 minutes in total. The guy was there the whole time. Oh, my gosh. So she thinks he was waiting watching and going to do something to her. And then when he saw that she was on video chat, he took off because why else would he just be there for 15 minutes waiting? That's true. But also why would, okay, if you live in an apartment complex, I would hope if you leave your door unlocked Mm -hmm. that the only people who could get in are your neighbors. Right. But also why would they try to get in? Well, let's think about this for one second. Okay, I'm for two seconds. I'm honestly, I'm somewhere else right now. I don't want to freak just, you out. I'm just in my through crime headspace right mm-hmm. now. So I don't want to freak you out, but our complex, we live in an apartment complex. Don't give any details. The garage gate broke. So that was open. Don't even tell anyone. Okay, so okay. there's that. Oof. So then someone could, you know, we have multiple levels of security here, but our last place didn't. So you could get to our True. front door in our old place and get in. The second thought is she's a little bit of a celebrity. True. People know her. People know where she lives. I but know where she they, lives. Do you know the exact apartment? No, but it seems, and guys, this is all hypothetical. This is me thinking. It's the first night Zied's gone to go work at his friends. He's gone. She's alone. It's almost as if someone was watching her and stalking job. her. Or it's an inside job. Or it's an inside job. But like, why would Zied ask his friend to, you know... You were the one who said inside job. I'm saying. I'm just thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. I don't think it is. No, but I think it, it was loud. a stalker. I Jeez. think someone who knows her. Obviously, a lot of people know her. But watched her. 
saw Ziad leave, then made their way inside. What are the odds that she left her doors locked? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Maybe there was another tactic if that wasn't the case. Maybe he was going to, he could, you know, open a lock. Maybe he's a locksmith. Maybe he was going to knock on the door and say, hey, I'm your neighbor. Can I borrow some sugar? Who knows? Okay. We've used locksmith before because you locked your keys yeah. inside of your apartment. Yeah. It's loud. You would hear if someone's trying to locksmith. Listen, but I know people it can happened. Pick. I know people can pick. It happened. Yeah, there's people locks. who can do that. It happened. Yeah. He got inside. Who knows how, when, why, but he did. And he hung out there for at least 15 minutes. And then he was going to do something. He was in, like, he was was in the doorway he? to her bedroom. Where was he? Who knows? In the shopping cart. I don't know. That I'm fucking freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's great. It's scary. It's sad. But I'm glad Rebecca is okay. Yes. And did we lock our door? I just took the garbage out. Yeah, we locked our door. Okay. Oof. All right. But that's a word to all you guys out there. I feel like I need a break. Double check. <laughs> Digest. Double check your locks. That's a, that's a wild story, right? Mm-hmm. It's a wild story. And that's what we like to do. Wait, here. how did you? I didn't even see it. How did you see it? I dig deep for you guys. Also, why is she on TikTok and I'm I not? I know. She got on. She's like, because she was freaked out. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know who to turn to. She called the police. They came. They sweeped the place. It was all good. She got on TikTok. She shared scary but we're glad it ended the way it ended and all is well and she's good right? oh my gosh Woo! i have so much i should you should have Woo! told that I story should, i should have started with that and ended with steven i just mm. started a true crime book club today <laughs> <laughs> well we could bring that with a bunch group. of coworkers. Uh, i now i feel like i should probably tell them to, that we should talk about i don't know bambi i never watched that but maybe i should i'm about to freak you out Really? I'm about to freak you out and I'm almost freaked out right now. What? What you, else is there? Remember how I told you she put a movie on to get into bed and to watch? Yeah. It was Bambi. No. I swear to God. No. Isn't that crazy? Get ah! out of here. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Why would she watch Bambi? Uh, that's a good question. That's why I left it out because I was like, that's going to open and up a whole conversation. I've never seen Bambi. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's, it's a deer or is it's it like a deer. A kind of a deer? It's a deer. Right? I've never yeah. watched it, but I also always feel like, oh, that's something uh, that's about the so deer. That's creepy that you said that. Get out. Yeah, that's creepy. Let's move on. Let's keep this. <laughs> Let's talk about 90 uh, Day Fiance. When is your next business trip? Like never? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this thing going. Let's talk about the reason we're I here. I feel like I have to rethink my new book club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we watch so much true crime. Why stop now? I know. Oh, my God. Therese is shaking. It's, it's almost like, I hate to say this, but when it happens to someone, in quotation marks, you know, yeah. you know, like we don't know Rebecca in person, but I feel like we know her, we watched her. Sure. And it's like. Follows it, us on Instagram. Yeah. It's yeah. so real. Yeah. Well. Oh my God. Again, we're happy for Rebecca. We're glad she's okay. And I was admiring her place. I, I know. Like, right? I know. Woo. Trust no one. Barely, guys. Barely trust guys, you. Guys, I barely trust barely you. Barely trust guys, you. Guys, if we can leave you with one thing, it's trust no one. Trust nobody. Don't even trust your scenic fan either. Who, who knows? Yeah, I who barely knows? I barely trust your own. Okay. Let's let's get this thing going. Oh my gosh. I feel like I need to Let's get I this need to thing like going. Step out of this. Let's get it going. Sunday night. 
90 day fiance, you settled down over there. We're talking about the other way now. I feel like I've never had such a reaction to anything you said. I told you it was going to be a good, by the way, not good in the sense of happy or positive. I know that's weird. That's a little weird. Okay. Come on. Let's, let's keep going. Oh my gosh. Let's keep going. Are you here? Are you ready? I don't know. Can we talk about this? I don't know. Let's talk about. I really don't know. Let's, let's get our, (laughs) let's get our mind in the right place. Okay. Let's can, go to. We can try. Let's go to India. <laughs> let's go to India. Let's okay, talk about. Let's go to India. Jenny's almost a ghost, which is scary. So that's that's also. I'll take her over and intrude her. Horrific. She's she's gonna enter some unwanted places sooner or later, which she's actually entering unwanted places right now. It's almost as if she's breaking into Samit's apartment, into his life, and standing in his bedroom door, going, "Hey." <laughs> Let's do this thing. And he's like, no, get out of here. I don't want to. Well, it's really hitting Summit hard that, wait a minute, it can actually happen. His last, his last safe is that the astrologer will say, ah, oh, the stars are saying, wait a year or two. Well, let's see. Let's see. Because they're on their way to see Khalid. They want to check the stars. They want to find a good wedding date. And so they go. Khalid it's very curious what happened when I left. Remember the last time he was there? Mm-hmm. He laid down the law. He got some of his parents to think twice. Oh, yeah. So now he's like, what happened? Did I, did I just like drop a bomb and walk away? What happened? Tell me. You guys and got video of this? I'm curious. How'd this play out? And now Khalid is the hero mm-hmm. of Jenny's world. Mm, oh, yeah. Like he is like now Jenny's like all about the stars. You remember a few episodes back when... Summit took her to see the astrologer for oh, yeah. the first time. Yeah. She was so skeptical. Now, now she's dancing with the stars. <laughs> that's, the, that's the new show she's on. <laughs> dancing with the stars over there. Like, oh, let's talk to the astrologer and let's ask him, like, <laughs> should we get him like today or tomorrow? Let's go, like, let's go see what Khalid's up to. Yeah. See if Khalid wants to talk. Look at look at her. Look at her. Yeah. So she tells him, big turnaround. They're not going to stop us. It's all good, right? She's into this whole star thing now. And so let's find a good date. Let's find a perfect wedding date. Let's check the stars. So Khalid like whips out his laptop, which I find to be hilarious that this age old tradition has migrated to Khalid's like Mm -hmm. HP. And then basically they zoom onto his iPad and you can see the iPad calculator, (laughs) right? It's definitely not like a chart or anything. It's like 10 plus 5 minus Jenny's age plus Summit's age. Oh, you guys are good. Yeah. This whole big, this whole buildup, right? Google Maps, Google Calendar, Uh Google Stars. You're like, all right, he's crunching the numbers. And then zero inflection. You can get married. No big deal. No Go big ahead. deal. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, what? What? I'm curious if he's using Google Earth because it's an app. You have to pay for it, but you can go on different planets and stuff. Mm. I use it for work. And sometimes during my lunch break, I can get lost in that app. Oh boy. I like explore Mars all the time. <laughs> I don't know what he was using, but it was not what I expected. I wanted to see charts. I wanted to see string, maybe a telescope or something. Right? Why are you on a laptop? He's like on a touch screen. This is not how this works. I thought he's going to look like a wizard with like a pointy hat. Well, now you're taking it too far. Really? Now you're getting cartoonish really? with it. I'm just saying this is an age old tradition, the stars. And now you're on Google, you're in the Google suite somehow figuring this out. Why did, why did Jenny and Smith even have to go to you? You could have just emailed this to them. You could have sent them a link. 
right? True. It's like that me when, uh, oh, this meeting could have been an email. It could have been an email. <laughs> it could have been, that could have been a Google meet. Literally, this meeting could have been an email. It could have been a Google meet. But, you know, somebody wants to hear it from him. Right. Jenny wants to hear it from him. Some is yeah. hoping for a little different news than Jenny. Well, but hey, you can get married, no big deal. Jenny gets like 30 years younger when mm-hmm. she goes like, yay. So happy. Yay. Very happy. But there is a catch. It's a bit of a catch. Well, it is and it's not because that's what he told them last time. Well, okay. So what the catch is, what I think the catch is, is the stars don't allow a ceremonial wedding. Mm-hmm. They only allow for a court wedding, yeah. a legal proceeding. Why? That's my big question. Ask the stars. Why? What? Right? Cleese, like you have to cut the celebrations, no parties, no festivities, basically just the two of you. I think the stars listen to the money that Summit's parents sent to this astrologer. Like, uh, will $50 make them to just do the legal ceremony? Right. Can we keep this hush-hush? We don't want the neighbors finding yeah. out. Yeah. Or for if we add extra 20 can they just keep it to themselves? Right. And the stars? No one else is going to know? Yes? Gotcha. Right. There's got to be something involved here. And I wish they explained why. But... Blame it on the stars. There's no celebration, no party, strictly business. Mm-hmm. So we cut to later in the day. Jenny is thrilled. She's fired up. She's walking on the clouds, pepping her step. She's got big plans on how to get this marriage done. On the flip side, submit a little more hesitant, a little less excited. Yes. And that's what I kind of, that's what I was saying. Why? They've this been in making for nine years, right? Yes. Summit, actually, he got married during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. An arranged marriage he didn't tell, tell Jenny about. Being married to someone he didn't know, he didn't love, while still being with Jenny. And I get it. He gets this strange PTSD about how marriage can ruin the relationship. Right. But that's not it. Because... Let's, let's, let's think about it. While he was married, unhappily, he was still with Jenny. Right. So why is he making... They, they are basically married. They are, I would say, common law married. Yeah, for sure. All he needs to do is to sign the paperwork so she doesn't have to leave every six months. Right. I really don't understand why he's making such a big deal. But we discussed this on our live last night, didn't we? We sure did. How I feel like Summit has the opposite of, you know, some girls think, oh my gosh, like our relationship is not the best. Like, you know, he can be an asshole, but if he marries me, we get married, things are going to get awesome and everything is going to be fixed, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of girls have this perspective when they're not in the best relationships, they get married, they're not being unhappy, right? Simon has the opposite. He's happy right now and he's just nervous that if they do get married, Everything is going to be ruined. And he has no reason to think that. Well, he says his wife kind of did a 180. Yeah. But that's not marriage. That's that one girl that he was married well, to. Well, it's an arranged marriage. It's, right. I'm sure it can work if you click, but clearly he didn't click with her. He was still with Jenny. Right. He never tried. He never put effort into yeah, that relationship. because he didn't want to. He could have. He didn't. No. And he said, oh, she told me to 
change my job, change the way I do things, etc. Okay, that was her. This is Jenny. Right. Come on. He's blaming the wrong thing. He's blaming marriage mm-hmm. when he should just be blaming his ex. His ex was to blame. The marriage For has sure. nothing to do with it. For sure. So yeah, he says, we did all this. We fought. I divorced. Nine years we stuck together. And now that we can get married, now that we can finally do it, I'm scared. He's scared. He's scared to finally do it. If I was him, I would be scared not to get married, to keep procrastinating, to keep pushing this off. That would scare me because you know sooner or later, Jenny's coming in in the middle of the night and going to put an end to submit. Well, you just had like a nice way into my thought, right? You remember Summit said, oh, uh, you know, sometimes Jenny says, oh, I'm done. I'm going to leave. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, I'm just afraid that I I don't want to get a divorce again. Right. Right. So this is kind of a, I don't think she would murder him, but I think she would probably leave him. Like if there is another issue, right. Another time that he's going to say, I don't want to marry you. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. That's what he's saying though. Yes, but she's going to leave him. Like he, he, I don't think she will. Well, but how she, she stuck with him it. for nine years. She you think says now? it too. She said, oh, I love you so much. I will never leave you. If you kick me out, I'll follow right, you. Exactly. Like, that's what I tell she, you too. But. She's not going anywhere. She's got no, nowhere to go. No, but in the same time, I can see her getting mad and be like, I have had enough. I'm yeah. 60 something. I have ch- kids and grandkids in America. If you don't want me, if you don't want to make it work, I can still make it work in the US. Like she has somewhere to go. It's not ideal. Yeah. Right. But she's, she has place to go. So. Well, let's see. It's, it's out of control. It's out of control for sure. But Jenny understands where he's coming from. (laughs) But she was like, have no fear, Summit. Have no fear. It's going to be okay. So, okay. I think we skipped over the part where the astrologer Khalid said, you can get married after nine days. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So after nine days, they're good to go. And so Jenny says, all right, well, after this whole thing where he's like, I'm scared to get married and I I can't see myself marrying anyone. Jenny's basically like, well, we're still getting married after nine days. So Submit needs to know that. Let's just do this. Yeah. So they're not they're not on the same page here, but no, Jenny's going to force it to happen again. How many times has he told her, oh, I'm going to marry you. I love you. I'm going to marry you. I love you. And she leaves. She comes back. I'll, I'll marry you. I love you. Please stay. Uh, come on, dude. Now is the time. Mm-hmm. Finally, the parents are okay with it. She's freaking ready. What is the issue? I don't get it. Right? The only thing, and I said it on the live last night, the only thing I can think of is he truly is worried about upsetting his parents. He knows deep down they don't support it. They've kind of stepped back and said, you make up your own mind. But he knows deep down it would probably crush them. And that's his hesitation in my mind. No, I think the parents will be fine if it's just uh, this like weep under the rock ceremony that no one really knows they're married. I don't know. They're married legally. It's going to come out sooner or later. Yeah, but to who? To the neighbors. I guess. To society. They're going to find out. Well, yeah, but... The parents said it's fine, so I don't think he's that worried. I guess. All right, let's 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 keep moving on. It's a new day. Jenny and Submit, they're getting all their documents together. 
because it's time to get married per the astrologer, <laughs> as Jenny says. <laughs> Jenny's rubbing that in Smith's face. You're going to take me to an astrologer? Well, per the astrologer, it's per. time to get married. Did you realize that they used to take those little cabbies that are those open Little bike, rickshaws. Little, yeah, and now yeah. they're taking actual cabs, mm-hmm. right? What's your thought there? Maybe uh, Jenny got an OnlyFans. Oh, you think <laughs> <laughs> they got that extra money? They can I'm just, sure taking a real car is more expensive. I wonder if it's because COVID's maybe a little bit better. They can be enclosed in a car now. Oh, I think being in the open is actually better. I know, but I'm saying COVID's getting better. Oh, oh, so maybe okay, they can go inside okay. a vehicle. Yeah. You think she's showing her tits? I mean, I'm sure there are people who would pay for it. Submit, maybe. <laughs> some, people, some sick people out there. That was the third number one. Third okay. number two. Yeah. They're going to do a little throwback to the last time they saw the lawyer. Let's all pay attention to the lawyer's office. He got a decent upgrade, am I right? See, I think, I do think, I right? he got, I think he got a decent upgrade, but I don't think it's his office. It looks like a Regis to me. I almost feel like he joined a firm. I think he was maybe doing this on his own before, no, I think struggling, like, and then he joined a law firm. He was on TV once, and now he's like, eh, I'm kind of a TV star. No, like, you joined a law firm, why not? I think it's a co-working space. You think so? Like WeWork? Yeah, but like it's a Regis, mm. which is a more professional WeWork. Well, anyways, it looked much better. Much better. Even he's, he looked better. He's doing well for himself. Yeah. So they meet up with him. He's the same guy that suggested Arya Samaj, but they didn't do that. And so now that Khalid is telling them they have to get married in a court. They need to go figure out, well, how do we get this done? So that's why they're going to this lawyer. And it's so funny. He's like, yeah. I understand superstition a little bit. I get <laughs> I get the whole star thing. I get it. So uh, the only thing you guys can really do is the special marriage act. And he explains everything they need to do. And all that is going to take 30 days. Mm-hmm. It's basically you sign a bunch of paperwork and then you wait for 30 days if anyone objects. Right. If no one objects, you sign some final paperwork and you're married. Of course, though, Jenny doesn't want to wait. 30 days. I think she's afraid someone's going to object. I think she's afraid she might die. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I have 30 days to Or she's afraid that somebody is going to change his mind. Well, that's that actually may be true. But Smith says, great things take time. Oh, I thought the lawyer said it. He, the lawyer said it first and then Smith's like, yes, that's that's good. <laughs> let me let me say that too. Great things take time, Jenny. That's a good thing that he's dating someone who's like 30 or 40 years older than him. Good she things, has so much time. Good things come to those who wait, Jenny. That's true. Keep like, I don't think she has the time to wait. She doesn't. She does not have the time to wait. And that's why Summit's like, all right, let's do it. Let's file this paperwork today. Let's at least get it started. Right? He wasn't prepared for this. He thought we were coming in, maybe grabbing some pamphlets, getting some literature about how to do this. But let's do it. Let's file this thing. Like watching Summit's face as Jenny gets like, oh my gosh, let's let's do it today. Let's file it today. Like he goes from Feeling I don't good. Know, like go, being nice and tan to being like paper white. Yeah, yeah. Like you could see he all of a sudden he looked like a ghost. He was not prepared for this. Oh, for sure not. But you can see the, the anxiety in his in his face. But Jenny's all like so into it, like signing all the paperwork already. So things are really going her way these days. It's gone from wait for wait for. Well, it. that's true, right? She got a little too excited, a little too soon. But honestly, 
this should that this should just be in, um, a formality. What should be? Signing a paperwork. It doesn't feel like a wedding. Summit should just look at it as, okay, this is a way of getting her a permanent visa, mm-hmm. right? They're not going to say their vows in front of their family and friends. They're not doing anything that even is close to the idea of marriage, right? But it's so why is he so freaked still out? Still marriage? What are you talking about? They're still going to get married. He doesn't want to marry her. So why, a doesn't, part here. why doesn't he set her free? That's my point. Have you watched this show before? You're coming in here like this is your first time watching no. this couple. You're like, wait, he doesn't want to marry her? Why doesn't he just tell her that? Yes. And that's that, what this whole season's built oh, on. I know. Where I, have you been? Oh, my gosh. Obviously, I know that. But I want to think it's like, okay, if you're freaking out this much, right? Set her free. Maybe all the way up to this point. What a thought, hot take. What a hot take, Teresa. He thought it will never happen. He thought he's going to be pushing this and pushing this and pushing this. Right. And then she's going to pass away and he's going to be free. But oh my gosh, now they're signing the paperwork. Here we go. So they're signing the paperwork. He either needs to marry her or he needs to set her free. He cannot just waste Spoken her time. like a sane person. Spoken like a sane person who's not on 90 Day Fiance. Thank goodness. I know. But listen, this is my take on the show. Obviously, I'm loving the drama. <laughs> Yours and the other 10 million people who watch I'm the show. I'm loving it. I'm loving that he's at 10 because if he just signed the paperwork, what are we going to be watching, right? Well, they did sign the paperwork. Okay. Well. They signed the they paperwork. Well, let's talk about it because a new, a new scene at night, Sumit is going to the internet cafe. Another thought. Oh, boy. Don't they have an internet at home? Yeah, but he can't spill the beans that he's about to spill in the room next to Jenny. I guess. Come on, Theresa. I guess. Come I guess on. He can speak Indian. She would have that, no idea. That's a he good can be point. lying in the bed next to her. That's a good point. Yeah. But this is this is the return of Mike Jones. Mike Jones back to his old stomping grounds, the internet cafes where he would scam and Who's swindle. Who's Mike Jones? This really must be your, is this a guest host? Is this, who, who are you? Mike Jones submits alter ego who he met Jenny under? Oh my gosh, your memory Come is on. so good. You're still shook by, by Rebecca's I, I really am. story. Come on. I'm trying to get my mind off of that. You just reminded me of it again. We need you here. We need you here. I'm so, here. I'm here, guys. I'm here, peeps. Submit FaceTimes Niraj, his friend, and he's got some news to share. So... Once again, he says he's scared of marriage. And like all of us, Naraj is like, you've been fighting for this for a long time. You've gone through hell. What are you waiting for? Exactly, Niraj. And let's not forget that Niraj is also Jenny's friend. And you can kind of tell from the way he's, oh, he yeah. talks about Jenny. Well, he says Jenny's gone through even more than you. Mm-hmm. He's definitely team Jenny. He says she left everything she knows to be with you. And now you're coming at me with this bullshit about you being scared to yeah. get married? Yeah. Submit. Niraj is good. He keeps reminding him like, you've been together for nine years. You are basically married. You've been with her when you were with your ex. That was an arranged marriage. You cannot compare. Niraj is just making all these great points that right. you and I just made. Right. And Submit's rebuttal is, well, when people get married... They change, and I'm a little scared. Jenny's going to become domineering oh. when we get it. <laughs> I wonder where he, where he learned that word. Yeah. Domineering, no. 
Like she's all of a sudden just going to start chugging Red Bulls and find this energy to start <laughs> Boston submit around. Like, no, such a cop out. I don't see that. I don't know. That's that's her reach. That's her reach, if anything, to think that, oh, yeah, this person after nine years is going to do a 180. Oh, yeah. And start domineering. And also he has to stop comparing her to someone he married without getting to know them. Like he married right. someone he didn't know, right? He didn't love that person. He was in love with Jenny as Niraj reminded us. Yes. Right? He cannot compare Jenny to his arranged marriage, right? Obviously, I guess if you are in an arranged marriage, you marry someone and you realize this guy doesn't really work, doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You probably want him to, you know, step up his game. But that lady didn't know that he was in love with Jenny, well, the that's grandma a, from the U.S. That's a good point, too, is that it was an arranged marriage. And so if he's so scared of marriage, the idea of marriage, well, arranged marriages are different than your regular yeah. marriage. And so I could understand being scared of another arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, boy, they set yeah, me up with a, a real yeah. dud last time. I'm not going to trust them again this time. But no, you're choosing who you're getting married mm-hmm. to this time. So I don't think you can compare the two. But again, I don't think if there was no Jenny, I think he still would have been married to someone he didn't want to be married to. Because you think they he would said have never in gotten India, divorced? it's not common to mm. divorce someone. Mm. Yeah. So he should be thankful. Thank his lucky stars. No point yeah. in time that Jenny came along <laughs> and got him out of that relationship. Just marry her. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Naraj says you need a psychiatrist you're out of your mind this is what you've been fighting for so just do it nike right (laughs) and submit starts rubbing his face starts looking a little nervous and niraj is like all right buddy what is it there's something you're not telling Mm -hmm. me share it out with it and here we go submit says well we signed the paperwork we signed the marriage paperwork but afterwards when we left, I called the lawyer and I said, don't file it. Hashtag cold feet. Submit. Jenny is going to kill him and leave him. Submit. Ugh. This guy, this guy, just when you think, all right, he's out of options. He's run out of rope. There's nothing he can do. He signed the paperwork. Here we go. No. <laughs> he somehow finds a way to stall once again. Classic summit. I have a thought about this ending, right? They will either end up getting married and they can maybe appear on a pillow talk mm-hmm. or she's going to leave him again. Yeah. And they will end up on another season when she's again going to come back. They could get married and be on Happily Ever After. True. That maybe I would watch. But if you don't marry... And you take us on another one of these rides for another season of delaying the marriage. <laughs> Count me out. Yeah. Count me out. I'm not here for Unsubscribe. it. Unsubscribe. So if it's for the TV, they have options. Get married, do a happily ever after. Get married, do a pillow talk. But if you keep stringing us along, mm-hmm. you keep stringing poor Teresa along, mm-hmm. who's like, why don't you just leave her if you don't want to marry her? Leave her or marry her. Poor Teresa. Just anxiety. Want some, anxiety. Want some resolution. I'm going to sign up for MySpace. Why? Oh, wait, not MySpace. What's the, what's the ad with Michael Phelps? 
Better? No, is it better? Help? Oh, better. Oh, I thought it was MySpace. Squish. Better talk. Better help. Space. B- yeah, I'm gonna sign up for one of those. Because you need help. Yes, <laughs> I need help to resolve this. Yeah, come on, Samed. It's crazy. It's crazy. But <laughs> let's see. Let's see what happens. Who knows? All right, let's move on and talk about a couple that's just as troubled. Corey and Evelyn. So they've picked a wedding date. They didn't have to consult the stars or anyone. They picked a wedding date. And so now they're on their way to meet the wedding planner. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Corey's in charge of the wedding now. Yeah, because Evelyn said, you need to do something. So he's planning the wedding on his own, which I'm surprised she's letting him. I'm surprised she has nothing to say. Well, she had, oh, she has plenty to say, but... You're right. She had these grand plans. She had this $50,000 wedding, the wedding planner to the stars, to the Victoria's Secret models, to everyone. She was going to have this big wedding. And now it's like, hey, you plan it, Corey. And we've seen what Corey is capable of doing. It's, yeah. Getting a couple fishermen to hold up a poster board sign. I guess it's probably better so Corey doesn't go bankrupt. So he knows. He's in control of the finance. Yeah. Yeah. But... Evelyn's not going to be happy and it's going to be a terrible wedding. Well, and she's we'll never going to let him live it down. I have a down. feeling that she's going to be okay. Well, they're driving to this wedding planner and Corey's so excited. He's thrilled. He's Jenny after that astrologer meeting. He's mm-hmm. so excited. He's, He's over the, the moon. Yeah. And Evelyn's just like, go faster. Hands on the wheel. Eyes on the road. Well, how did you pass the truck? Just pass the... Yeah. Such... Such a dictator. And this is where oh, I'm saying yeah. I, she's got plenty to say. Mm-hmm. There's no way this dude is planning this wedding on his own without her input. Well, she's mad at him because she had a dream about Jenny. Oh, boy. She woke up and she's mad at him now. Oh, boy. We've been there before. What do you mean? You've had dreams. You've been more mad at me because of your dreams than of anything I've actually ever done. Probably. I'm like, well, why are you doing such BS in my dreams? <laughs> We're not going to share exactly what I was doing in those dreams. No, but I was, I was a little mad at you. I woke up, but I had to like double check that. I was still know, sleeping. That was just a dream. Not, yeah. And I lay in my, in our bed for a bit and being mad at you. I crossed the line. I'm not going to lie. I you crossed, crossed the line. In I your fell dreams, asleep. I crossed the line. I woke up again. I was mad again. So I yeah. told you. Yeah. And we resolved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently Evelyn's been dreaming a lot about Jenny. And it's been getting in the way of Corey and her relationship. Jenny's haunting Evelyn's dreams. And that's not the only issue they're having. On top of all that, they haven't decided whether they're going to have a religious wedding or not. Because Evelyn doesn't want a religious wedding because what if they have to get a divorce? Right. And honestly, if you're thinking about a divorce before you even marry someone, mm-hmm. you should not marry that person. Nope. Nope. Right? Well, Corey makes a great point when he's like, marriage, this, that's what marriage is, is about staying together until death do you part. Literally. That's what marriage is. Yeah. And then you have, you know, some people get unfortunate and the marriage doesn't work out, but that's not something you should go into the marriage with. Right. And let's not forget, they're already married. Yeah. You're already married, Evelyn. So. Yeah, but I feel like they just see it as, oh, like, so this way he can stay here and they can work, right? Otherwise, mm-hmm. he would have to be leaving. He wouldn't be able to work. She would have to pay for everything, I guess. Like, 
That was just a financial decision. Right. So that's the big issue. Who's going to marry them? Where are they going to get married? Is it religious or not? And that's, that's always a good conversation to have when you're on your way to the wedding planner. But fast forward, Cody yeah. is cleaning his car. We Being didn't the, get to see anything from the wedding planner, which I was bummed about. Right. My I, only thought is that everything went too well at the meeting, that there was no drama not worth still showing. show us. I honestly, first I thought, wait, did we accidentally skip? I know. But we didn't. The whole setup was, we're going to the wedding planner. Yeah. And then next scene. Well, we went to the wedding planner. Show us. Wait, what? Did yeah? Did the camera guy forget to press yeah. record? What happened here? And all we saw was this throwback while Corey was washing the car when Evelyn loved what he came up with. <laughs> and there was this flower decoration. And apparently it was in Corey's budget. Yes. Evelyn loved it. Problem solved. Everyone's happy. Back to washing the car. But I don't know if I love it. I want to know if I love it. Show me what you guys are more, doing. Show me the sure. flowers. Show me the cake. Show me the entertainment. What's your color? What's show your theme? Show us all. Show us all. We, we love want, it. That's what we're here for. We're here to see this. This yeah. is like the crux of your season is this wedding and we're just brushing by it. I wonder why they did that, right? There has to be a reason. I guess. And maybe, maybe the wedding planner is like, please, no cameras. No cameras. Well, there were cameras. But they they showed us three seconds. They should have just cut out Ellie and Victor and just show us I know. the wedding planning. I know. Am I right? Yeah, I could have used a little bit of that. So either way, Evelyn's feeling a bit more excited about this wedding now. So they need to find an officiant. Corey wants to use Evelyn's family's pastor. Because she thinks this way she'll take it seriously. Right. If we get the pastor involved, we can make this thing legit. But as we all know, Evelyn, not into the idea of this pastor. She's got other thoughts. She's got grand plans. She's been thinking about this for some time now. She's got the perfect officiant. The perfect in her world. Oh, yeah. And only her world. And it's, let's be clear here, it's Evelyn's world and we're all just living in it. True. So that's all that matters. But she's got an idea for someone. Someone, she wants someone close to them. It's like the opposite of the perfect person. It is one of the worst I honestly, people. when she said it, I laughed because I was like, she cannot be serious Leslie. Sister Leslie. Sister Leslie is the one person who genuinely hates Corey, who genuinely doesn't want Evelyn to marry Corey. The only Why would she be the one? Yeah. Corey goes, it should be someone who respects both of us. Good point. Leslie doesn't want us to get married. He's nervous that she would probably be like, ugh. Corey, you idiot. Are you ta- do you take my sister, Evelyn? But I hope not. I hope not. Right. Has, has the person who's been in charge of asking, does anyone here object to these two people getting married? Has that person ever been the person to object and be like, does anyone here object to these two getting married? Actually, now that I think of it, I object. <laughs> Me. I'm the one who objects. I can totally see that. The only person worse to be the officiant would be Jenny, 
That's the only person who would be worse. As Why? A, as a Je- Jenny? Oh, oh Je- Jenny? I was going to an Indian Jenny. No. Did, okay. we, we would love that. That's probably the only wedding she'd be involved in. True. <laughs> no, no, no. Corey's Jenny. Peruvian yeah, oh my Jenny. gosh. That's probably, there's the order of worst officiants for, for this wedding would be Jenny and then Leslie. Mm-hmm. And then maybe those two guys on the boat holding the poster board. I think those would be amazing. They'd be better than Jenny and Leslie, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. And listen, we're all for, hey, have your family members or friends officiate your wedding. That's what we did. We had my aunt and uncle officiating our wedding, and it was awesome. But also, they love us. Yeah. We're friends. We have a great relationship. We see them several times a year. Very different. If... My aunt and uncle hated one of us. Mm-hmm. We would never <laughs> ask them. Why no, would we? No. Right? It's, uh, it's such a devious thing on Evelyn's part to even. So devious. Suggest that. And it's funny because she's like, yeah, Corey, you handle the wedding. I want you to take the reins. You plan this thing. There's only one thing I ask. And it was like me. Like, hey, you can do whatever you want. There's only one thing I care about. The band. Right? The only thing mm-hmm. Evelyn cares about is the officiant. And... It's the worst possible suggestion she could ever make. And to make things crazier, Corey's like, all right, I'll give you this. Like, what? You're actually going to, you're okay with this? You're going to allow this to happen because you feel so lucky that she's even agreeing to have a wedding? What? It's going to be a disaster. But again, I'm here for it. But think about about (laughs) that sentence. He's like, yeah, I feel like I need to give her this because I'm lucky that she's even agreeing to the wedding. Oh. If you are marrying someone, and not in the sense of like, I'm the luckiest man in the world that you're agreeing to marry me or that you would be with me. Like you felt. Like I felt. Mm-hmm. You're saying, oh, I'm lucky that she's going forward, <laughs> she's going forward with this wedding. You shouldn't be getting married. Let's recap. He's paying for all this. Yep. He's doing all the work. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he's going to be married by someone he truly hates. And who hates him? Yeah. What a great wedding. Oh, yeah. here for it. Oh, for sure. Here for gonna, it. I was just going to say. Here for it. But wow. Yeah. That's surprising. That's a couple of big surprises. We asked on the live last night. We always do. Hey, what do you guys rate this episode? Zero to five couple 2.5s, threes, 3.5 was the highest. That was you. I think I went 3.5. Come on. So many big bomb drops. There's there's Jenny who thinks she's getting married to submit getting the paperwork pulled behind Mm -hmm. her back. Then there's this where Jenny, sorry, Leslie (laughs) is going to officiate this wedding. That's crazy. I have to say I voted three out of five last night. And now when we're talking about it, it always gets better. I always love when you and I discuss this. And again, guys, we don't talk about it prior to the podcast to well, make it more authentic. We talk on the live about it. Well, yeah, but... We don't no, go deep. Yes. So I always change my mind about my ratings when you and I discuss. Yeah. I would rate it four right now. Whoa. All I right. think it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right. Well, let's keep this rolling then. Let's, let's talk keep about- it rolling because I'm into this. I'm into this episode. Let's talk about this next couple who- Speaking of weddings. It's it's uh, it's one of our favorite couples. They love each other. They have a real relationship. We like to see it. 
it's positive. It's uplifting. It's Kenny and Armando. And it's two days till the wedding. Kenny and Armando are outside. They're awaiting Armando's family's arrival. And here comes that car. And who's in the car? Who made Senior. Senior's there. He's driving the car. He loves Paris. Everybody in. Come on, we're going to a wedding. He's all fired up now. He's excited. He's in his best... He's in his best Janko jeans. And he loves Paris. And he loves Paris. He loves Michael Jordan. He's rocking that hat. He dresses like a 16-year-old in 2000. I was going to say that he probably, it's almost like, oh, Armando has a brother in high school and senior ran out of clothes. But he doesn't. It's just who senior is. He dressed like I dressed freshman year of high school mm-hmm. like he's wearing a wallet chain oh yeah i used right? to have that too like the hammer loop jeans. i actually i was thinking of bringing it back the wallet chain freaking love it are people doing that i don't know but i'm watching senior last night i was literally thinking like i do dress a little i don't dress like goth or anything but i do go for the black and the leather and stuff mm-hmm. right i can totally bring it back when i wore the wallet chain in connecticut it was a fashion statement Senior, probably it's for security reasons. Like people may steal his wallet where he goes. And that's what I would probably worry for. Security? security reason. And also you can like grab it and you can like use it as a gun. No? I don't think you can use a chain as a gun. <laughs> Technically speaking. But I'm actually really thinking of bringing it back. All right. All right. Well, okay. Speaking of outfits, the segment. This was, <laughs> I think, one of the only scenes with Armando and Kenny where they weren't wearing matching outfits. You're right. Waiting. You're right. Because like that may have been a little too much for senior. If he got out of the car and there's my son wearing a matching outfit mm-hmm. with his fiance, mm-hmm. with his boyfriend, right? You got senior there wearing the most straight outfit a guy can wear. Baggy jeans, wallet mm-hmm. chain, hat curved <laughs> to, to the end of its life, you know, <laughs> T-shirt with oil stains on it. Kenny and Armando wearing like matching button downs. I love Kenny and Armando. No, we do. But I just was like, yo, you guys aren't matching today. Not today. Then I think Wait that's I think that's why. Oh, they're going to be wearing matching suits, I hope, oh, at the wedding. Oh, for sure. I right. hope so, too. Okay. So Armando welcomes his family, takes them to their condo downstairs, mm-hmm. and everyone's loving it. Everyone's very they excited. They want to live there forever. Except maybe Senior, who needs some fresh air. So, yeah, he shouldn't be such an ass. I'm sorry to say that, but come on, like, dude, okay, I get it. It's not what you expected for your son, but it's happening. You've known about this for a while. You ended up going to the wedding. Embrace it. Be okay with it. Like, don't see, just don't just be like that. You now, you fell victim to the dramatic music that they played under that scene. What? Because they all go downstairs. This music starts playing. It gets dark and somber. And senior makes his exit and he's like, I'm going to go upstairs and get some air. It's because they're all taking out their dresses and they're showing each other their dresses and holding it up and look at this and mine's pink and yours is purple. I would want my dad to be there. No, I would get the hell out of there too. I'd be like, I don't need to be around this. You You would love to be there. You guys are all showing off your dresses. I don't need to see that. I'll see it at the wedding. I guess. Senior's like, I'm going to get out of here. What do you, come on. They tried yeah. to make it seem all dramatic. Like, oh, he doesn't support this. It's like, no, he doesn't want to see your fashion show. But he could have whip out his outfit. He was wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all he brought. He was wearing his best duds. 
I hope he's not going to wear that for the wedding. No, maybe he's got like a gold chain for the I mean, wedding. Probably it's better than the Red, so- Red Sox jacket. No, come on. We're not talking about that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're not talking about that. So, <laughs> so Armando goes outside. He's going to sit down and talk with his mom and his sister. And he's curious. Did Senior say anything about the wedding? Did he have anything, any words? Any, what did he have to say? Thoughts, feelings, anything? And Armando's sister said, well, when they were packing up the car, that's when he decided he was coming. Very last minute. He was like, you know what? I'm in. And Armando's like, oh, okay. Well, what, what led to that? Turns out it was the text that he sent. Mm-hmm. The text that broke the camel's back. Good for Armando for standing up for himself, just saying what's on his mind. I would do the same thing. I'm very, I have a really awesome relationship with my parents, but I'm also very honest. Yes. And I wish they were more honest. My parents usually don't tell me things. No. I get mad at them. They tell me things like six months later. I don't think you want them to tell you everything. I do. Really? I do. I don't want to get into this, guys, but my dad has some health issues, right? Mm-hmm. They told me like five months later and I cried a lot because I didn't think it was okay for them keeping it from me. Hmm. You remember that time? You were like, why are you crying so much? I do. And I think as a parent, you want to protect your children. You always think of your children as babies. You don't think, oh, she's 30. She could handle it. I think of my parents as babies. No, I know. I know. It goes both ways. You want to protect your loved ones. And True. so I think your parents are like, well, maybe there's nothing to share yet. Maybe there's no news. Maybe we're going to find out something else. We're going to go see another doctor. No, I want them to tell me everything right now. And I always yell at them when they don't. When yeah. I find out, let's say my dad went to the hospital and they tell me a week later, I get mad. Yeah. We well, have, that, like, we get into an argument. Yeah, that they should probably right? tell you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get both sides of it. I get both sides of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'm back lost. To, back to our love Yeah, love I, I, I kind of f- forgot where we <laughs> left off. What were, what were we saying? Senior <laughs> came because of the text message. Yes. He's a sap. He's a sentimental sap. He loves a good love note, and he got one, and, and he said, you know what? I'm coming. Who's coming with? Everyone in the car. We're going. I wonder if he says, like, okay, I get it. You know what? I'll, I'll be there for my son. I'm coming. Or if he's like, okay, is this what you think of me? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show up. Uh, but I still don't agree with you this. You think it was out of spite? I'm asking you. What do you think? I'm think, just throwing it out there. I think he took pause and he read the text over and over again as Kenny had hoped. You send mm-hmm. that, You send that, Armando. He's just going to pour over that text. And I think he read it and he... And he Realized this means a lot to my son that I come. And so he he came. And even though he's there, though, Armando's still not 100% confident he's going to show up at the wedding because of all the kissing. Oh. There's going to be a lot of kissing. I'm curious how much kissing. How much did we kiss at our wedding? I always like because our wedding is the only wedding I already paid attention to. A respectable amount. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely some people who go too far. And yeah. There's people who, I don't know if you can go too little. As long as you make lip contact, I think that's enough. I love that you did the spin and you like kissed me and then you like. What? You like At spin the me around. Yeah. And then you like bend me over. What are you talking about? Not like sexy time. I but did? 
Yeah, we have a photo. I almost Dad. blacked out. Really? I like bent you over? And yeah, you like. I dipped you? Dipped me. That's, really? That's what it is. I it is you? an awesome photo. Huh. It's right before you stepped on the glass, it said Mazeltov. Mazeltov. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't, oh my gosh, you don't remember? That I dipped you? Interesting. We'll have to go back. I'll send Let's take you a look. the pic. I'll send you the pic. Let's go to the replay. <laughs> Maybe I did dip you. It was awesome. When I dip you dip, we dip. Exactly. So I don't know if Kenny would dip Armando or the other way around, but there, could there be may a, be a friend senior who wouldn't be there for it. It could be a dip. Yeah. Is that what it's called? A dip? It's a dip. When you go like. That's a dip. I'm just show, I'm just showing John with my body so he knows what I'm that's doing. That's a dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, at, that's a dip. Okay. I guess I dipped. You did dip, dipped me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Good times. Good times. Good so, times. We'll see. Armando's unsure because of all the kissing, whether Senior's going to be there, but time will tell. So we cut till later in the day. Kenny and Armando, they're waiting now for Kenny's family. Woohoo! The whole, the whole family is coming. It's basically deja vu of mm-hmm. the earlier scene. They all come in, they jump out, hugs all around, a bunch of love. There always is. First Kenny's. time Armando meeting Bryson. Yeah. Kenny's son. Couple shy guys. And we got Crystal, who's his girlfriend. Pretty fly for a shy guy. And who else? Chris. It was Cassidy's boyfriend. You got all the names down? All the names I, didn't, I didn't take I didn't take those <laughs> names down. But they're all there. They all settle into a different condo. And then it's pool party time. Woohoo! Pool party and tacos, let's not forget. It's taco time, it's pool party time, it's a beautiful moment. Family's coming together, seniors there, stuff in his face, wallet chain, hitting on Cassidy. He was very I feel bad he goes like Cassidy. He was like literally like in like a decent English. He's like, When is the baby coming? She said, It's not here yet. There is just <laughs> oh Cooper and Hannah. It's like that's right. not what he asked you, girlfriend. But right. okay. Right, maybe yeah. Because you remember he gave her the necklace last time they saw each other. Oh, yeah. Like, so they have a little bomb, but they it's like, do. that's not what he asked you, girl. But she's also pregnant, so maybe she didn't hear. Who knows? <sighs> Senior totally wishes Armando was with Cassidy. Oh, for sure. I right. said it before. Yeah, no. I, I said it when we podcasted about that time when we, they all met. I'm like, he's definitely wishing. I'm just reiterating. I'm that just, he was with Cassidy. I'm just reiterating. Yeah. Okay. So the pool party comes to an end. Kenny goes, he sits down, he wants to talk to his kids. Get the tissues mm-hmm. ready. Get the Bryson, tissues ready. Cassidy, oh. Madison, oh, and roll Taylor. Call. Roll call. Just putting it out there. Everyone's present. Since Everyone's I'm account- the only one who's taking the names. Everyone's accounted for. Okay. So Kenny talks about how his main goal in life was to be a father. Mm-hmm. All right. Very emotional. When he realized he was gay, his first thought was, God, I can't have kids. Super emotional, very emotional part. And then Kenny even thought about just marrying someone to have kids and then getting out of it later, which... It's sad. Yeah, I don't recommend that, folks. Don't recommend that. But he found a way. But he found a way. Life finds a way. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. (laughs) And when he had his first child, Bryson, it was the best thing Ever. Do you think Bryson looks like Kenny? Oh yeah. Right? I think they right? all a do. Little. They all have got that Kenny. Kenny's yeah. A little, a little. I think Cassidy and Bryson look more like Kenny. Taylor and Madison, 
maybe a little bit. I thought you were going to say look more like their mom. It's like, we don't know their you mom. You don't know their mom. I know. I know. That's why <laughs> Taylor, I didn't. Taylor looks a lot like her mom. That's why I didn't Wait, say. Wait, Who's her mom? I, I think Bryson and Cassidy look more like Kenny than the other two girls. Yeah. Well, I think they all hope that they have a lot of oh, Kenny's genes sure, in them. Sure. I hope I have Kenny's genes. Yeah, I would. I'll take just a pair of Kenny's jeans, like his <laughs> his dungarees, like just anything he has. I feel like would, would make you look better. Uh, yeah. Right. So, Kenny's buttering his kids up. Basically, let's be honest here. Kenny's like, oh my gosh, my kids. I love my kids. The best well, thing that ever happened to me. Really buttering them up. He's know where he's going, so because he's, he's preparing. He's launching in to this speech about having another kid and how. We went to an orphanage and we were looking at adopting. Let's not forget that actually when he just started talking about this, Taylor said, oh, are you going to adopt Hannah? And she already had an attitude about it. And I thought, wait a minute, this should have come with no questions. They're getting married. She's Armando's daughter. There is no mom in the picture, right? Of course. I wouldn't even... like. That would be an automatic thing that I would actually think of without even asking anyone, right? That he's going to adopt her. Even if, if you're you, marrying the dad. Even if you don't, on paper, adopt Hannah, you're still yeah, for sure. becoming, you're still stepping into that role. So the fact that Taylor was like, oh, you, okay, you're going to adopt Hannah with an mm-hmm. attitude. I was like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you, you adult girl? But that wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. What was it is that Kenny feels like he may want to have a child with Armando, to have a child of their own. And this turns into a little bit of selfish the segment. Selfish the segment indeed. Because the kids are like, oh, another child? Not the kids, Taylor. 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 I think Cassidy and Madison, like Bryson was like, yes, like I'm happy for you. Madison was like, I understand Cast, I mean, Cassidy said, I get it. Madison said, you know, I understand where Taylor is coming from, but happy for you. But Taylor, Taylor was selfish, the segment itself. Taylor's crying over not being able to go to the coffee shop and talk for hours. It's like, I don't want to ruin it for you, but he already lives in Mexico. Yeah. So. What are you doing with your life that you're crying over the fact that you can't go have coffee with your dad for hours? Also, you are an adult. Right. And having a child, it would not prevent you guys from doing that. It's kind of, as you said, the fact that he's married and lives in a different country mm-hmm. that would keep that from happening. Like it's, there would not be any difference between him living in Mexico right now, raising Hannah and him living in Mexico, raising Hannah and another child. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So Taylor... As being a little shellfish. There's a little, there's some dependency issues, I think, for with sure. this She's family. She's like crying. And honestly, if she was like 15, I would be like, all right, I get it. Like your dad moved out. You miss him. You're, you're an adult. Yeah. Focus on your own life. Go have coffee with whomever. Your go on child. Tinder. Go have coffee with your kid. Go on Tinder if you don't have a kid. You're going to find kids on Tinder? No, you find a male that you're can gonna- reproduce. What would your what would your username be? On these Give me the kid, that's all I want. No, it would be a little kid lover. Because I want them to know my priorities. 
Michael Scott. Michael Scott. (laughs) He's like, well, must be signing up for a dating because he wants kids so bad. He's like, um, username. Let's put little kid lover. (laughs) So they know where my priorities are at. That's so good. Okay. So good. We love the office. That's basically it for Kenny and Armand, though. Kenny's a little bummed that his kids weren't supportive of more kids. The more, I mean, I was bummed for him. I know. I don't know. I tell myself it's all for the show, but. Well, she, okay. The only reason I'm going to say that I don't think it was for the show is because A, Taylor never appears on the show. Right. right? It's always Cassidy. Mm-hmm. B, I don't think she's an actress or anything that she could really start crying like that no. when no one else is crying. She was so pissed. So I genuinely think she was pissed. She was pissed. And she cried and it was caught on camera. Mm. And maybe when she rewatches it on TV and sees Kenny saying, I'm really disappointed, it's going to hit her. It's going to hit her that I was not the best reaction no. to your, no. to be an adult and having this reaction to your adult dad. I want my daddy. Hoping to help another kid. <laughs> and all she can think about is coffee. Literally. Coffee. Taylor. Come Ugh, on. Taylor. Come on, Taylor. All right. Speaking of babies. Speaking of babies. Great. Great segue. Arian baby. And Janice. Janice is a big part of this Ooh. relationship. Janice. I'm almost like she's the glue. Janice is a lot of things. She is a super mom for sure. And she's showing that off here by cleaning up the apartment. Quick question. And this probably is going to be a dumb question. Oh, boy. But I apologize for it. Oh, boy. Is her name, do we pronounce it Janice or did I start it? You started it. How do you pronounce did you just her name? Want, did you just want some shine from starting no, something else? Janice. Janice. Okay. You know why? Because I was thinking about it when we watched it. I'm like, Janice, 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 Janice. And I'm like, is it her actual name? Because they both call her mom. Right. It's Janice. Janice. Okay. They don't like, I don't but like it. Back to Janice. Janice rolls off the tongue. Janice just right. Janice, love it. Love it. Okay, so Janice is cleaning up. Ari comes in, sits down, tells Janice and baby, "I need a nap." She's tapping out. She's exhausted. Who knows from what? But she needs to sleep. I've heard that that when the when you are a new mom, you should sleep when the baby sleeps. Sleep when the baby sleeps. Right. Yeah. No, it makes sense. You got to get on their schedule. Because they're crazy kids. And crazy babies. You got to get some winks when you can. So she's going down. She's going to take a nap. I guess Avi's taking a nap, which is great. This gives Janice and baby some one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go to the beach to get some food. Yep. And like mother, like daughter, Janice has hired the translator because, well, as Janice says, she speaks a lot of slang. Yeah, from Princeton, New Jersey, bitches. You know, words like whippersnapper, groovy. <laughs> Floppy disk. What does that even mean? You need a translator. Probably, yeah. It's a lot of slang. A lot of of slang. That's what all the grandmas are saying. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I love that. I like that. I think think Janice wanted a translator for good reason, but she didn't want to make baby feel bad that, oh, you Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have the best command of the English language. So she blamed herself. I speak a lot of slang, Janice is a sweetheart, but I have to say, it's okay to have a translator. And again goes for Janice and goes for Ari to be there in case you don't understand each other. Right. Like to translate everything because baby does understand the English language. Yeah. Just have her there in case. Mm-hmm. Also because her English is probably the same level as baby's English. So. Why? Oh, the translators. The translators. Yeah, yeah. They mentioned so it's like, 
like what are we trying to do over here? That yeah. baby had to help her translate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, this, let's talk it, about it. It was the same thing as last time. So they get to this beachside restaurant and Janice gets down to business. She brings up how Ari chose to come to Mombasa because Ari and baby had a great experience there. And maybe this can rekindle the relationship and they can start fresh again. And so Janice is like, Ari came home for two months. And when she was there, I heard some things that concerned me. She was yelling. She was crying. I didn't like what I was hearing. It was upsetting. And that's not all. She got some messages from people. She heard, well, the house in Ethiopia was turned into a bit of a party house. Bunch of girls there. People coming in and out. Coming and going, making all sorts of noises. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs) Okay? And it makes her think, maybe baby doesn't want to be with my daughter anymore. So... Baby explains everything to the translator. Mm-hmm. Right. You've and then he has to help her translate it. Explains it to the translator and then has to help her translate that to Janice. So he says, I use the house like a music studio. A lot of different people come to this studio and that's really it. The only things that were banging were the beats. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't banging. That's what he said. That's what he said. So Janice is like, oh, oh, music studio. Like, uh, like Tony Bennett. Like Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a music. Oh, like a, you were doing music, baby. Why didn't you say so? Why didn't you send me some of your tracks? I'm looking for a new ringtone. Why didn't you send me something? I honestly, I don't understand the fact that he said people, random people just like come in and out. I would not allow it in my house, but I do understand. You don't, we're not getting into this argument again. No, you, no, don't, no. you don't understand a music studio. No, I do, but I understand. Okay, I'm doing music. I'm inviting certain people to help me. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's it. That's all. But he he said, oh, you know, he attracts random people. People come and go. It's like, who are these people who come and go? Well, if he said Jeremy. That's my point. If he said Jeremy, Janice doesn't know Jeremy. So he's just like, yeah, some people come and go. My I friends, guess. they come and go. Yes. If he's like, yeah, Don and Bill and Evan came by, Janice is not going to know them. So he's no, just like, No, but it's yeah. almost like, okay, like, I, you know, I do music with five people. About 69 came over. No. No, you're you're always trying to turn this into something it's not. I'm saying that I get it. I get the music studio 100%. Mm-hmm. That's fine. What I was kind of questioning is like people coming in and out. Like who's coming in and out? At least they're going out. They're not just staying there. True. They're coming and they're going. True. Better than just coming. That's a good point. Right? That's a good point. Okay. So then Janice puts it all on the table and asks, when Ari was gone, did you cheat on her? Dramatic pause. And baby just goes, no. Cut to Janice with the biggest smile on her face. She's like, I knew it. I knew it. Thank you. I Your just, eyes don't lie. I just had to ask. It's yeah. like, oh, he said no, but his eyes said no too. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's she's definitely a bit of a detective. Like his right eyes there. are so like yellow. Yeah, I don't know why. Blood, blood oh, you know why. He smokes the W. You know why. He yeah. smokes the W. The devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. that Kenyan cabbage. You know. Mm, you the know Kenyan cabbage. You know what's going on. They're in Kenya, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So baby, cabbage. baby does tell the camera, well, I was honest to Janice, but I have lied to Ari. I lied to Ari about the friend's I've been hanging out with and the clubs I've been going to. But here's the thing. I'm not doing anything wrong. 
I just know if I told Ari the truth, she would make a big deal of it and mm-hmm. it's going to save myself the headache. I don't want to get into the arguments. So that's why I tell her the things that I tell her. But he wishes he didn't lie to her because he knows that it created issues, mm-hmm. which is good. I like it. I like that he's acknowledging the things he did wrong. Yeah. But again, why him lying to her, basically he's saying, I'm afraid of her because she's going to get pissed, right? That's not an ideal relationship either, people. It's not an ideal relationship. And I'm going to point the finger at Ari here because she is saying, no, you can't hang out with that person. You can't go to that club. But why? Do you have good reason? Has that friend done something wrong? Does he always get into trouble when he's with his friend? Or you just I don't not, know. Do you just not like them? Like Angela and the goofballs. Uh, who knows? But I'm telling you. I don't lie. I hope you don't lie either. No. You're being honest. It's always a good idea. Of course. Honesty especially, is the best policy. Especially when you order stuff on Amazon and Alexa remembers it. <laughs> Alexa will blow up your spot. Oh, she sure Those will. reminders. <laughs> we've, we've told that story. I know. I know. It just hit me again. Yeah. You better watch out. Technology. Technology will get you. Technology will get you sometimes. Okay. So cut back. Janice and baby. At the apartment, Janice says they had coffee. They talked for a long time. She even learned a couple new slang words. Talking mm-hmm. to baby. She's like Jumbo. <laughs> and I know it from Mean Girls. Yeah? Yeah, like when Lindsay Lohan, when she just moved from Africa. Yeah. And she's like walking through the school, through the lunch, lunch part of the school. And she's the trying cafeteria. to find friends. The cafeteria. She's trying to find friends. And then she found like a, like a table of black kids and she came to them she's like Jumbo and they like looked at her like she's an idiot because they're Americans Uh but that's all she knew because she just moved from Africa hilarious it was have you watched Mean Girls no and that's why with humor like that it's a classic movie guys oh boy Mean Girls classic okay so Janice very happy with the conversation baby happy with the conversation says it went well Talking with Janice gave him hope. And then Janice goes into detail about what they talked about. Baby's behavior, the studio, all of that. And Ari's like, all right, well, are you satisfied with his answers? Which is such a strange conversation because he's sitting right there. And Ari and Janice are just like, okay, well, you talked and what did he say? And and you believe him? It's like, he's right there. Mm -hmm. Very uncomfortable. But Janice is satisfied. So... She mediates a little bit and she's like, you guys just need to communicate. You got to talk it out. Mm -hmm. You guys come together, be honest with each other and you can make it. And Ari's like, yeah, but problems don't get solved by talking. You need to change your behavior. True. And then she hits us with some word art. She's like, (laughs) the ugly truth is better than a beautiful lie. Which is true if you think about it. I know. I, I bought that at home because it's hanging on our <laughs> on our wall in the living room. It's beautiful. And Darcy it, and Stacy would love that. They would love that. And it is. It's very true. It is true. It's true. Just be, guys, don't lie. Just be truthful. Just Even be truthful. Even if it hurts. Be honest. Just like rip off the band-aid. Right off. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. True. That, okay. was, that, that was unexpected. <laughs> All right, let's let's keep moving. Let's talk about a couple. I almost forgot about this couple. I literally didn't even know they're going to be on the show. They came on and I was like, oh, 
You're right. I forgot about you. I actually had to wait for them to come on the screen to write down their names. You asked me, like, what's his name yeah. again? And I was like, Victor? <laughs> Victor and Ellie we're talking about. Yeah, Victor and Ellie. No. They're back in Providence. Yeah. They had that fight recently, but they've worked through it. Things are better now. And Victor is taking Ellie to see his sister's house. I think he wants to show her. No, he said it. He wants to show her what he went through, where his PTSD is coming from. He wants to show her how he survived the hurricane. And it's scary when he like walks her through the house and oh, explains yeah. everything and tells her, oh, we we're just like sitting there for six hours. I can't freaking imagine. No, right? he showed the sink and like opened the door. And yeah. was like, this is where we all were. Me, yeah. sister, we're all under here. And there's like, like no room or nothing. Like everything was taken by the hurricane. It's crazy. It's crazy. They survived without a scratch, basically. Yeah. No, they right? were super lucky. And it was very sad. And you could see it making an impact mm-hmm. on Ellie. And let's not forget, this is only two weeks since the hurricane. Right. You know, they've been stretching this the whole season. Still, still but very it's fresh. just two weeks. Yeah. So it's bringing them together a little bit, I think. It's working the way Ellie w- or the way Victor w- was hoping. Mm-hmm. Ellie's seeing this and empathizing. Yeah. She said she'll have more patience for him now when she saw what he's been through. Yeah. And even he apologizes a little, saying, I know I haven't been the best person. I'm still struggling with everything. And Ellie's like, yeah, like, I don't need to take things so personally. And I don't want to add to the stress. I just need to be here for Mm -hmm. you. So it seems good. It does. But again, as we mentioned many times, as people say many times, words don't mean as much as actions, right? You can say things but until you actually do it, mm-hmm. right? You can apologize and it's great. That's the start. Yeah. But until you actually show things. Right. Yeah. Right. So wait for it. So wait for it. Okay. People say that. People say actions speak louder than words. Yes. They also say alcohol doesn't make anything better. Okay. Who, Alco- says, who says that? Show, me, show it to me. I'm saying it. Really? <laughs> alcohol only makes things worse. What are you talking about? In the beginning, you think it's better. Then you wake up the next day. Tell me one time that we drunk some alcohol and we didn't have a good time. Well, I could tell you plenty of times. Really? You and I? That the next day I regretted. Oh, the next day. That's what I'm, saying. I'm talking about like arguing and stuff. Oh, no, that doesn't happen. But for great a lot times, of, great times. Great times. Three times? No, great times. Oh, oh great three times. times. Three times, two sometimes. Maybe three times. There was that one <laughs> argument we got into, which we won't get into now. But here we go with Ellie and Victor. Getting the rum flowing and the rum leads to some conversations. Okay. The rum loosens them up, warms Mm -hmm. them up, opens them up and they start talking. Did you see their faces? They were sweating. It must be so hot in there. And Ellie said it before, but she only mentioned it once saying it's so hot. But their faces are melting. Oh, yeah. Sleeping in this tent. There must be so many bugs. No it's electricity. The there's no fans. Yeah. There's no air conditioning. I Oh, my gosh. Ugh. You. I would not last. No. I would, I would not last either. I would not last. That's what I'm saying. There's got to be love there or something for Ellie to be there. Or something. Or something. Who knows what it is. But she's known this guy for a handful of days. And yeah. she is going through all of this, spending her money, spending her time, selling her business, sweating. 
sweating it out. But again, she's had some traumatic experience and maybe she's true. trying to do something very different. And That's I kind of true. get it. I kind of, I feel like if you go through something so traumatic, you're trying to do the 180. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say 360, but nope. then I did the math. You'll be right back where you started. <laughs> so they're sitting there, they're drinking their rum and that always leads to great conversation. So Victor asks, Ellie, are you ready to have a kid with me? You, you ready to do this? While they're sleeping in a tent without well, electricity. <laughs> priorities. And the running water or, and, or on an income. Let's start with that. Let's start with the financials yeah. and we'll take it from there. And Ellie says, well, I'm down to try. Let's she, try right if, now. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Sucks it on. She just doesn't know if she can because of her age. And Victor's like, well, you don't know if you don't try. So if the tents are rocking, baby probably set up a recording studio inside it. Again, priorities, people. Priorities. So uh, this leads to the logistics talk. Well, is the house big enough for three people? We probably need a bigger house if we're going to start a family and... If we're going to have this kid, we're going to have to feed it and clothe it. And this, is gonna, this sounds expensive. Bigger house needs more money. I need more money from you, Ellie. I need more money. And Give Ellie, me the money that's all I want. Well, Ellie starts, starts thinking. She starts making dollars and cents of this and goes, well, finances are important. And we should think about this. And Victor's like, yeah, well, we'll work hard and we'll make money and, and we'll do this and we can make it happen. But Ellie is being reasonable here. She's made a lot of unreasonable decisions as long as I've known her. Mm -hmm. Almost every decision she's made has been unreasonable. But now she's starting to make sense. And she's like, well, what if tourism doesn't come back? What if if there's nobody to come to Pizza Colada? Mm -hmm. How are we going to make any money? He says local people drink too. Locals love to drink. I think it's all dangerous. Well, you can... You could have a successful business on local support, but But, not, yeah, not under these circumstances. Fun fact, I worked as a bar at a bar when I was in high school, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a small local bar. I know I knew the owner. We all were basically hanging out. I was getting paid to hang out and pour beer for people, right? Yeah. But it was also in this building with apartments above the bar. A lot of people kept coming in and they had these long lists of, oh, beers and pizza and beers. They basically didn't pay, right? So uh-huh. at the end of the month, I had to be like, hey, guys, you need to pay us because I need to get paid. You yeah. need to pay us, right? They're like, oh, I don't have the money right now. I'm not getting paid. So basically, the list kept growing. It's called a tab. The tabs kept growing yeah. because they were all friendly or locals. Like, what? you don't have to pay right now, right? It's fine. You can pay when you have the money. Two months later, there's still the tabs growing and no money were coming in and it became an issue. Yeah, well, that's just because whoever ran that bar was terrible at business. Oh, he was terrible at business. Yeah, that has nothing to he do. He was too nice. But we kept tell- I kept telling him, like, you have to get the money. Yeah, like, well, I want to get paid. You're going to go out of business. And eventually I stopped working there. I don't know how long that place sustained, but I'm guessing not that long. That's just being a poor business person. That has nothing to do with a local business versus a tourist business or I anything. guess a little bit about a local business. Because uh, no, you're friends. Just, no. Oh, your friend wants to do you have know a how many local? Do you know how many Start local businesses have stayed in business because they know how to run I mean, their yes. business? It has nothing to do with local versus tourist. True. That's, a t- that's just a terrible business. But owner. also. 
No. <laughs> Why? No, don't blame local business for that. That's the owner's fault. It's not local business, but it's business for the locals. Like, oh, it's a friend. Like, he's going to pay later. He's going to pay next week. It's going to add up. Okay. I don't know if that's the case here. Oh, I'm just, I'm just guessing. Okay. I'm well, just guessing over here. Okay. Well, I hope I'm not. guessing that that's why Ellie was thinking, okay, having no. tourists. Oh, what? You thought Ellie's worried that Victor's just going to give away drinks? No, she's. Yeah. That's, no. uh, that's literally what I thought. No, no, no. She's being sensible going, look around. People don't have jobs. People lost their homes. COVID. They don't have money to come exactly. to Pizza Colada. They don't have money to come. Right. But also, they want to have a drink. They're going to no. come. And Victor is the friend. Stop. Your guilty conscience is getting in the way of you thinking straight. You're so guilty that you gave away so many drinks and put this poor guy out of business. Oh, it wasn't my... I was told to do that. Okay. They, those guys were my friends. I don't think that's what Ellie's worried about. Ellie's like... Really? We're, we're not going to start a business because nobody here can buy you drinks You see, that's interesting because my mind didn't even go there. My mind went straight to, oh, <laughs> we, right, we have to give away bar. drinks? <laughs> no, give away tops. Remind but again, <laughs> That's tops. giving away drinks. Tops. That's giving away drinks. Remind me never to start a bar with you. I don't want to. Because that's, no, 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 no. I would because, never Just because they live in the neighborhood doesn't mean they get free drinks. Well, yeah, I would look people in until they pay me. Okay. Well, either way, Ellie's concerned. <laughs> Victor's not. He's like, I'll play my music. I'll make my money. You don't give me that much anyway. Uh, what, Victor? Wait, what was that? He called her that she, he basically said, oh, you have a money problem. But not that she doesn't have the money, but that she thinks about money. He That's has a good a pro- problem to have, Victor. He has a problem with how much money she gives because he thinks that she has all the money in the world because she's from America. Well, she says, "I gave you a lot of money. You're using all of my money to fund mm-hmm. this." And he's like, "If you sent me that much, I'd have a bike right now." Woo! That's that rum talking, folks. That's oh, that rum. That's that rum talking right there. Victor. Yeah. She should just pack her stuff and go back to making pizzas in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Victor. He knows he went too far. He stands up and he walks away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where it ends. I didn't realize that was our last couple. It was. I didn't realize that was our last couple. Wow. All right. Anything else you want to say about how you ran that guy out of business? I was trying to move this podcast along because I thought we had another couple to talk about. If you want, if you want to get something off your chest because you feel, I was bad. told <laughs> to do that. I actually, I had anxiety because I knew that if all these freaking people are going to pay him, I'm not getting paid. But he was like, oh, those are my friends. They live upstairs. They come here all the time. Why wouldn't they pay? It's like, well, why don't they pay? Right. Why? And he says, like, <laughs> local friends, local friends. Uh, Listen, not I the, had, not the best business I had right tabs there. for my friends, too, for Teresa, for Misha. They paid me once a week. They actually came and paid, right? Yeah. Right? These people. You're lucky they did. Well, they knew that they have to. You're lucky they did. Especially in that business where it's drinks and you get drunk and you forget how much you bought. And you could be like, what are you talking about? I didn't buy that many drinks. You did. You were just drunk. You forgot. You blacked out. You don't know. Man. Be friends with no one. Trust no one. (laughs) Trust no one to pay their tab. I barely trust you. Just don't, don't start a tab. All right. That's it. We've come to the end. We've come to the end. I'm still, uh, I still have uh, an anxiety from your, by the way, by the yeah, way. I'm, I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry, but I thought it was worth sharing. It was, but again, I have an anxiety. I'm sorry. I have to really. I'm sorry. Uh, I have to 
get in bed and, you know, cuddle you a little and have a <laughs> glass of wine and forget about it. Forget about it. What's a Michael Scott? Forget about it. All right. That is it. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. That was a wild episode. So much happened. It was a wild episode. So much happened and so little happened all at the same time. I feel like when it comes to the opening, when we go through our housekeeping and the classics, the byways, this one was the wildest since Mm. we started. Mm. I literally, it took me a while to snap out of it, guys. I know. I could tell. You were out of it for like, I would say the first... 30 minutes. Not 30, maybe 15, but yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's all right. For sure. It, okay. it touched my soul. Oh, wow. You touched wow. my soul. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll touch something else when we stop recording. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. Speaking of touching things and getting sexual, The Single Life dropped on Friday. We, we, we watched it. Guys, our podcast, it's a bomb. I'm our sorry. podcast will be dropping Wednesday morning. Like a bomb. Hmm. Okay. It's a bomb. Like love, a bomb. You love to say that. That's another thing I say. I know. It's slang and it's It's my slang. It's, your slang is very old school. Like, you and Janice. It's like, hey peeps, who's my best pal? You the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> right? Am I right? Uh, yeah. This what I, this what it ends for me. But okay. This, All right. this this is my slang. So anyways, the Single Life podcast is dropping Wednesday morning, super early, bright and early. You'll start your day with it. So make sure you subscribe. To the podcast, wherever you're listening right now, just look down and smash that follow button. Hey guys, smash it like it's John's by the way hot. And I don't know if it was hot, but it was hot. Thank you. It was hot in a way that he brought it made all you start to sweating because you were so scared. Literally. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Teresa. You're welcome. Thank you for following this podcast. Make sure you're following the Instagram as well at 90 Day Crazy in Love for some original memes. We always keep them fresh. We keep them original. Straight and we from also the go live. We go and we go live. live. It's we go fun. Sunday it's nights. Fun times. And thank you again for the reviews. If you've left one, we know Doe Tweet has up there in Canada. Oh, Canada. My home and native land. Shout out to Fish. Shout out to the Baker's Dozen. 13 at MSG. We're all there. That sounds like a gang. MSG mm-hmm. 13. Mm-hmm. It's not, but it is what it is. All right. We've said it all. Said it a lot. I've said it all. Said more than enough. You said it all? Said it all. All right. That means we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.